Hey, everybody. It's Tanya Adleta, host of Recovering Church Girls, and welcome back to season three. We're doing things a little bit differently today because uh, if you've noticed, things are just a little bit different right now. It is actually Sunday, March 15th, 2020. Normally, we record these in advance, and some of the episodes you're going to see for season three were recorded months ago. So they're not going to have anything to do with the coronavirus and all of the fallout with that. It felt irresponsible of me to release the season three opener that we already had planned without acknowledging what's really going on. So yes, we had intended to drop season three today, but no, not necessarily in the middle of a coronavirus whatever this is. Pandemic, definitely. Um, In the definition of pandemic, meaning a virus that has been on more than three continents. Amazing how definitions and actual statistical scientific information um, can often just get really out of perspective here uh, or be missed altogether. And I think that's one of the important things that I wanted to address within the Recovering Church Girls community specifically is because for those of us who were raised in the church and who have a very specific worldview of how to see the world around us and also how to see how we show up in the world, there's a lot of different things that are happening for us that might be happening for other people, but definitely for us. <laughs> so with that, I just want to be able to say that, you know, as always, we are able to find ourselves in each other's stories, and we are able to lean on each other in the processing of not only everything that's happening now, but also everything we experienced in our childhood and young adult years in our formative uh, time that we've had to, to really kind of piece all this together. And now it's a chance to safely dismantle it and to see what still serves us and what doesn't and how to make those choices. And if it were just data, it would be a lot easier. If it was just scientific hard facts that you know we could extract ourselves from, then that would be one thing. But it's not. It's our emotions. It's our family. It's our hopes. It's our expectations for who we are and what our futures look like. There's a lot at stake here from so many different levels. And I think it's important to be able to address the multiplicity of all of this. There is, you know, I'm always saying there's so many layers. Oh my goodness, there are so many layers to this. Um, Just this morning, you know, the idea of whether churches decided to still hold their meetings uh, with our president calling for a national day of prayer. You know, I'm all for people coming together emotionally and spiritually, but it doesn't have to be physically when we're also in the middle of a quarantine. So, you know, that was a pretty rough conversation with my parents this morning, and I want to respect them and their right to be where they feel they need to be. And at the same time, how does that then impact, you know, me and my family? So, yeah, it's all complicated, folks. It's all really complicated. But we are truly in this together, even if we happen to be bunkered down in our own homes individually. (laughs) We are still in this together emotionally, spiritually, mentally, uh, and we'll figure out the physical just as soon as all this has, has passed. Um, And I say that, you know, with some levity intentionally, not to make this, first of all, this entire season is not going to be about the coronavirus or the fallout thereof. Um, This is the only time I'm probably going to talk about this unless things require that we have more conversations and that we're able to, um, you know, really dive in deeper and bring in some other people for more perspectives on this. So 
please know that what you're seeing now is unusual because we're in an unusual situation. Something else that you are going to see more of in season three is a lot more of the data that is coming to light as I am working on the book. Um, And for those of you who have already jumped into our proof of concept survey, I can't thank you enough. The stats are just blowing my mind. I'm happy to share those with you as we progress. And that survey is still open. So I'll be sure to have that link for you here as well. And further, I have to say a huge shout out of gratitude for everybody who has reached out during um, during the last few months. This has been a very long season break. That was not my intention, but a lot of things have been going on, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes and and uh, in the the background of really defining what Recovering Church Girls is and who we serve and what we're all about and where we go from here next. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without my kids. So I have to pause for a second and put on the like really proud mom hat and just say thank you to each of them. Uh, I think you guys all know that Christian is my son and he has been my audio engineer from day one. And I'm so grateful without his uh, help and effort and him continuing to better himself and his skills and then being able to leverage that for us. It's just been amazing. And I love being able to work with him. Uh, It's just really added a a new dimension to our relationship. So Christian, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, And also a little bit of a shout out. Uh, If for some reason you all of a sudden have a bunch of kids home with you with nothing to do, he's got his own podcast called Younger, Smarter, Better. And it's the idea of leveraging all of these real life skills that people aren't teaching necessarily in school. So time management, goal setting, uh, financial planning, you know, all of that kind of thing that, boy, do I wish I would have known when I was his age. That's what he's doing with that podcast. And with my daughter, Anastasia, she's really, she might not know this, but she's one of the the things that started this whole process off. I think I may have told the story before in another episode, um, but we were having a pool party. It was the one summer that our pool actually was operational. And she was trying to decide which bathing suit to wear. And I heard words coming out of my mouth that were told to me when I was her age and, you know, in a situation that not only was I wearing a one-piece bathing suit, I was also wearing a t-shirt over top of it because it was my responsibility to ensure that the young men that I was with, uh, that I was monitoring their behavior by uh, shrinking and by covering myself up and by all the other ways that the purity culture has totally fucked us all up. Anyway, this is what I heard coming out of my mouth of, you know, well, just be careful of this and just be careful of that. And I realized as I was saying those words that, first of all, I didn't even believe them. I didn't agree with them. And, oh, there's some more work to do here. You know, as much as as much of the work that I've done, and we talk about that, like the work, as the internal digging in, the self-awareness, the self-discovery, understanding what I think and why I think it, and if that actually is what I choose now, as much of that as I had done, there was something about parenting in that moment that blew things wide open to a whole nother level. Uh, So very much my kids are right here in the middle of this and in the conversations. And I can guarantee you there are times where they kind of roll their eyes and are like, okay, mom. (laughs) And at the same time, there's also times where we get into some really great conversations. And because they're able to see things from a fresher perspective, I learn from them just as much as they learn from me, and I'm so grateful for that. I recognize that that is a complete gift 
uh, that we are able to give each other in that presence and in that conversation. So like I said, I just couldn't get into season three without saying a huge thank you to each of them. And to each of you, you guys have stuck with me even when it looks like I have disappeared. (laughs) I didn't, I promise. I'm still here. Uh, The book is kicking my ass in a lot of ways, um, but I, I keep refining it because I want it to be the best that it can be and to really be helpful, not just say, hey, here's where the church went wrong, but more specifically how it has impacted each of us and most importantly of all, how we can heal from it and how we can really not only recover ourselves, but intentionally make a change in our families, in our communities, in our societies. So there you have it. That is what's been going on behind the scenes. Um, and as we're getting ready to jump into season three, hopefully you're going to see things, um, you know, kind of stepping up our game a little bit. And as I continue to learn more, I will continue to do better. That is my, um, that's my mission. That's my promise in in this whole thing, uh, to just be as transparent as possible in the process of it all and to find ourselves in each other's stories. Because at the end of the day, this is what we have. We, we have each other, we have our connections, we have our shared experiences, and we have the ability to be able to learn from each other when we didn't have the same experience and to be able to choose better. So there you go. With that being said, let's jump into season three, shall we? 